Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 223 of our journey. The Lord laments His people. They have treated the temple as if it were a lucky charm. We have the Lord's temple. No harm will come on us. But the Lord does not honor people because of a temple, but rather for seeking Him. They will be punished for their evil. God questions, When people fall, don't they get back up? Why do my people refuse to turn from their sin and repent? Finally, He relents. What else can I do? I will purify them in the fires of affliction. Join me in Jeremiah 7 through 9. Turn back to God when you fall. Jeremiah 7. The Lord said to Jeremiah, Stand in the gate of the Lord's temple and proclaim this message. Listen to the Lord's message, all you people of Judah who have passed through these gates to worship the Lord. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Change the way you have been living and do what is right. If you do, I will allow you to continue to live in this land. Stop putting your confidence in the false belief that says, We are safe. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. You must change the way you have been living and do what is right. You must treat one another fairly. Stop oppressing resident foreigners who live in your land, children who have lost their fathers, and women who have lost their husbands. Stop killing innocent people in this land. Stop paying allegiance to other gods. That will only bring about your ruin. If you stop doing these things, I will allow you to continue to live in this land which I gave to your ancestors as a lasting possession. But just look at you. You are putting your confidence in a false belief that will not deliver you. You steal. You murder. You commit adultery. You lie when you swear on oath. You sacrifice to the god Baal. You pay allegiance to other gods whom you have not previously known. Then you come and stand in my presence in this temple I have claimed as my own and say, We are safe. You think you are so safe that you go on doing all those hateful things. Do you think this temple I have claimed as my own is to be a hideout for robbers? You had better take note. I have seen for myself what you have done, says the Lord. So go to the place in Shiloh where I allowed myself to be worshipped in the early days. See what I did to it because of the wicked things my people Israel did. You also have done all these things, says the Lord, and I have spoken to you over and over again, but you have not listened. You have refused to respond when I called you to repent. So I will destroy this temple, which I have claimed as my own, this temple that you are trusting to protect you. I will destroy this place that I gave to you and your ancestors, just like I destroyed Shiloh. And I will drive you out of my sight, just like I drove out your relatives, the people of Israel. But as for you, Jeremiah, do not pray for these people. Do not raise a cry of prayer for them. Do not plead with me to save them, because I will not listen to you. Do you see what they are doing in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? Children are gathering firewood. Fathers are building fires with it. And women are mixing dough to bake cakes to offer to the goddess 
they call the Queen of Heaven. They are also pouring out drink offerings to other gods. They seem to do all this just to trouble me. But I am not really the one being troubled, says the Lord. Rather, they are bringing trouble on themselves to their own shame. So, the Sovereign Lord says, my raging fury will be poured out on this land. It will be poured out on human beings and animals, on trees and crops, and it will burn like a fire that cannot be extinguished. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to the people of Judah, you might as well go ahead and add the meat of your burnt offerings to that of the other sacrifices and eat it too. Consider this, when I spoke to your ancestors after I brought them out of Egypt, I did not merely give them commands about burnt offerings and sacrifices. I also explicitly commanded them, Obey me. If you do, I will be your God and you will be my people. Live exactly the way I tell you and things will go well with you. But they did not listen to me or pay any attention to me. They followed the stubborn inclinations of their own wicked hearts. They acted worse and worse instead of better. From the time your ancestors departed the land of Egypt until now, I sent my servants, the prophets, to you again and again, day after day. But your ancestors did not listen to me nor pay attention to me. They became obstinate and were more wicked than even their own forefathers. Then the Lord said to me, When you tell them all this, they will not listen to you. When you call out to them, they will not respond to you. So tell them, this is a nation that has not obeyed the Lord their God and has not accepted correction. Faithfulness is nowhere to be found in it. These people do not even profess it anymore. So mourn, you people of this nation. Cut off your hair and throw it away. Sing a song of mourning on the hilltops. For the Lord has decided to reject and forsake this generation that has provoked his wrath. The Lord says, I have rejected them because the people of Judah have done what I consider evil. They have set up their disgusting idols in the temple, which I have claimed for my own and have defiled it. They have also built places of worship in a place called Topheth in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, so they can sacrifice their sons and daughters by fire. That is something I never commanded them to do. Indeed, it never even entered my mind to command such a thing. So watch out, says the Lord. The time will soon come when people will no longer call those places Topheth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom, but they will call that valley the Valley of Slaughter, and they will bury so many people in Topheth, they will run out of room. Then the dead bodies of these people will be left on the ground for the birds and wild animals to eat. There will not be any survivors to scare them away. I will put an end to the sounds of joy and gladness, or the glad celebrations of brides and grooms throughout the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem. For the whole land will become a desolate wasteland. Jeremiah 8. The Lord says, When that time comes, the bones of the kings of Judah and its leaders, the bones of the priests and prophets, and of all the other people who lived in Jerusalem, will be dug up from their graves. They will be spread out and exposed to the sun, the moon, and the stars. These are things they adored and served, things to which they paid allegiance, from which they sought guidance and worshipped. The bones of these people will never be regathered and reburied. 
They will be like manure used to fertilize the ground. However, I will leave some of these wicked people alive and banish them to other places. But wherever these people who survive may go, they will wish they had died rather than lived, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord said to me, Tell them, the Lord says, Do people not get back up when they fall down? Do they not turn around when they go the wrong way? Why then do these people of Jerusalem continually turn away from me in apostasy? They hold fast to their deception. They refuse to turn back to me. I have listened to them very carefully, but they do not speak honestly. None of them regrets the evil he has done. None of them says, I have done wrong. All of them persist in their own wayward course, like a horse charging recklessly into battle. Even the stork knows when it is time to move on. The turtle dove, swallow, and crane recognize the normal times for their migration, but my people pay no attention to what I, the Lord, require of them. How can you say, we are wise, we have the law of the Lord? The truth is, those who teach it have used their writings to make it say what it does not really mean. Your wise men will be put to shame. They will be dumbfounded and be brought to judgment. Since they have rejected the Lord's message, what wisdom do they really have? So I will give their wives to other men and their fields to new owners. For from the least important to the most important of them, all of them are greedy for dishonest gain. Prophets and priests alike all practice deceit. They offer only superficial help for the hurt my dear people have suffered. They say, everything will be all right, but everything is not all right. Are they ashamed because they have done such disgusting things? No, they are not at all ashamed. They do not even know how to blush. So they will die just like others have died. They will be brought to ruin when I punish them, says the Lord. I will take away their harvests, says the Lord. There will be no grapes on their vines. There will be no figs on their trees. Even the leaves on their trees will wither. The crops that I gave them will be taken away. The people say, why are we just sitting here? Let us gather together inside the fortified cities. Let us at least die there fighting, since the Lord our God has condemned us to die. He has condemned us to drink the poison waters of judgment because we have sinned against him. We hoped for good fortune, but nothing good has come of it. We hoped for a time of relief, but instead we experienced terror. The snorting of the enemy's horses is already being heard in the city of Dan. The sound of the neighing of their stallions causes the whole land to tremble with fear. They are coming to destroy the land and everything in it. They are coming to destroy the cities and everyone who lives in them. The Lord says, Yes, indeed, I am sending an enemy against you that will be like poisonous snakes which cannot be charmed away, and they will inflict fatal wounds on you. Then I said, There is no cure for my grief. I am sick at heart. I hear my dear people crying out throughout the length and breadth of the land. They are crying, Is the Lord no longer in Zion? Is her divine king no longer there? The Lord answers, Why then do they provoke me to anger with their images, with their worthless foreign idols? They cry, Harvest time has come and gone, and the summer is over, and still we have not been delivered. 
My heart is crushed because my dear people are being crushed. I go about crying and grieving. I am overwhelmed with dismay. There is still medicinal ointment available in Gilead. There is still a physician there. Why then have my dear people not been restored to health? Jeremiah 9 I wish that my head were a well full of water, and my eyes were a fountain full of tears. If they were, I would cry day and night for those of my dear people who have been killed. I wish I had a lodging place in the wilderness where I could spend some time like a weary traveler. Then I would desert my people and walk away from them because they are all unfaithful to God, a congregation of people that has been disloyal to him. The Lord says, These people are like soldiers who have readied their bows. Their tongues are always ready to shoot out lies. They have become powerful in the land, but they have not done so by honest means. Indeed, they do one evil thing after another and do not pay attention to me. Everyone must be on his guard around his friends. He must not even trust any of his relatives, for every one of them will find some way to cheat him. All of his friends will tell lies about him. One friend deceives another, and no one tells the truth. These people have trained themselves to tell lies. They do wrong and are unable to repent. They do one act of violence after another, and one deceitful thing after another. They refuse to pay attention to me, says the Lord. Therefore, the Lord of heaven's armies says, I will now purify them in the fires of affliction and test them. The wickedness of my dear people has left me no choice. What else can I do? Their tongues are like deadly arrows. They are always telling lies. Friendly words for their neighbors come from their mouths, but their minds are thinking up ways to trap them. I will certainly punish them for doing such things, says the Lord. I will certainly bring retribution on such a nation as this. I said, I will weep and mourn for the grasslands on the mountains. I will sing a mournful song for the pastures in the wilderness. Because they are so scorched, no one travels through them. The sound of livestock is no longer heard there. Even the birds in the sky and the wild animals in the fields have fled and are gone. The Lord said, I will make Jerusalem a heap of ruins. Jackals will make their home there. I will destroy the towns of Judah so that no one will be able to live in them. I said, Who is wise enough to understand why this has happened? Who has a word from the Lord that can explain it? Why does the land lie in ruins? Why is it as scorched as a desert through which no one travels? The Lord answered, This has happened because these people have rejected my laws which I gave them. They have not obeyed me or followed those laws. Instead, they have followed the stubborn inclinations of their own hearts. They have paid allegiance to the gods called Baal, as their fathers taught them to do. So then, listen to what I, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, say. I will make these people eat the bitter food of suffering and drink the poison water of judgment. I will scatter them among nations that neither they nor their ancestors have known anything about. I will send people chasing after them with swords until I have destroyed them. 
the Lord of heaven's armies, told me to say to this people, Take note of what I say. Call for the women who mourn for the dead. Summon those who are the most skilled at it. I said, Indeed, let them come quickly and sing a song of mourning for us. Let them wail loudly until tears stream from our own eyes and our eyelids overflow with water. For the sound of wailing is soon to be heard in Zion. We are utterly ruined. We are completely disgraced, for we have left our land, for our houses have been torn down. I said, So now, you wailing women, listen to the Lord's message. Open your ears to the message from his mouth. Teach your daughters this mournful song, and let every woman teach her neighbor this lament. Death has climbed in through our windows. It has entered into our fortified houses. It has taken away our children who play in the streets. It has taken away our young men who gather in the city squares. Tell your daughters and neighbors, the Lord says, the dead bodies of people will lie scattered everywhere, like manure scattered on a field. They will lie scattered on the ground, like grain that has been cut down but has not been gathered. The Lord says, Wise people should not boast that they are wise. Powerful people should not boast that they are powerful. Rich people should not boast that they are rich. If people want to boast, they should boast about this. They should boast that they understand and know me. They should boast that they know and understand that I, the Lord, act out of faithfulness, fairness, and justice in the earth, and that I desire people to do these things says the Lord. The Lord says, watch out. The time is soon coming when I will punish all those who are circumcised only in the flesh. That is, I will punish the Egyptians, the Judeans, the Edomites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, and all the desert people who cut their hair short at the temples. I will do so because none of the people of those nations are really circumcised in the Lord's sight. Moreover, None of the people of Israel are circumcised when it comes to their hearts. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.